Hi, I'm Dr. Gilgamesh, and I'd like to introduce you to my podcast, Emotional Anatomy. It's an intelligently designed anatomy that has as its goal the recruiting your interest and curiosity as to how it works so that you can become more familiar with it and as a result, better at it and enjoy it more. Welcome. Hi, Dr. Gilgamesh here. Now I'm excited today about offering you insight to the reality of emotional anatomy, to navigate into our heart's home where we then discover the lens of awe and wonder. That's like looking into the center of the Milky Way or even away from the center of the Milky Way, out into the galaxies. Wow. Yes, total awe and wonder. That place is real. I'm a scientist. I'm asking that you uh, confirm the reality of that place within yourself uh, by uh, exploring, by listening to previous podcasts, by learning about single breath gratitude relief. Usah, it has been said. Ah, single breath gratitude relief, the memory, the power of the bulls in the field that uh, is told so nicely in one person's story. Uh, How to find it? Well, another person found it in their garden, seeing the, the seedling begin to grow. And it is through that navigation into your heart's home that I'm going to claim we are witnessing a design, an intelligently designed organism that is intended to impress you, that you would be able to know what I mean by your heart's home. All right, so it's a new label or it's an old label, depending on who you are. Not very many people have contemplated the possibility, but but your emotional system would begin to feel, sense uh, the reality, to touch the reality of a storyline, a a way of thinking, uh, an experience that is your heart's home. (sighs) Total relief. In fact, the lizard brain uh, can find that same feeling I'm sure the lizards get it as they lie upon the rocks and warm themselves. (sighs) That we, likewise, climbing into the shower, getting into the fresh-made bed, into the arms of our lovers. (sighs) There is a place, there is our heart's home. But then again, the emotion complicates this experience by sending us down all kinds of pathways And it's there that I find having studied neurology to be an advantage because dissociation or compartmentalization are concepts that help us see how the mind can organize itself and selectively uh, pursue different thoughts, different movies. I argue a tug of war between the stories, a guerrilla mind warfare, not gorilla, guerrilla, namely the the opposition, the dark side, hides 
inside of us. And in opportune moments, we'll suppress the part of us that excitedly pursues coming alive again, but also that then through that method of suppressing the, the, the dream, suppressing the call beyond the reef, you see, to suppress that call beyond the reef is, is part of the, the dark side reality. But it is also the call beyond the reef that excites us alive. And so herein lies this tug of war. But I've met people who are extraordinarily excited about their call beyond the reef, yet stuck in emotion that seems to prevent them. So it's in that prevention that I think we find the value of understanding emotional anatomy and the value of understanding our heart's home. Where's my thumb? Where's my thumb? Where's my thumb? Our minds can remember. Our minds can visualize, conceptualize, realize where is our thumb? Where is our heart's home? There. Thank you. I see. And I'm claiming that gratitude guides our heart home, where then by discovering the lens of awe and wonder, we begin to see more clearly this dilemma that we face this dilemma of confusion or patterns of emotion that have been laid down from a very young age. I have, a, I have a case that is very valuable for us. The, the journey of life, right, that is now meeting repeatedly, trying to make sense out of their life, and bumping into a repetitious phenomena that we can use to trace back and discover marvelous revelation about themselves, about their life, about what happened. You see, the I'm a psychiatrist. A person can come to me because they're struggling with deep depression and they don't understand what's going on. And so fascinating that as I was working with this person, uh, they, they were unable at first to discover, find, realize, recognize their heart home until finally they, they understood this, the notion of their garden. They, they remember the seedlings, the saplings, the, the, the little sprouts that would come up as they nurtured the soil, watered, and watched the sun uh, nourish and, and uh, blossom in front of their eyes, these little plants. And they could understand that lizard lying on the rock, uh, or the barely make it to the bathroom on time, talk about lizard brain, we've all had the experience. <sighs> that total relief slightly different from the wow, but very similar in feeling at the same time. And so by coordinating all these different attributes, we were able to help this person find their heart's home 
and then begin to recognize a repetitious phenomena that was interrupting their peaceful relaxation. They would be repeatedly interrupted by the question of why? 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 Why does this happen? Why does that happen? Why wasn't I successful in this relationship or that relationship? Or why did this or that relationship betray me? Or etc., etc. And that sadness, useless, rejected, disillusioned, abandoned feeling, she was able to take back and discover in her childhood. It happened as she was forced by her father to stay in the back seat of the car while he went into the bar and drank. And should they ever come outside, they would be spanked. They would be disciplined. They were told to stay there, and they had to learn to stay there and be obedient. And so she did. She learned that obedience, but asked why was that allowed? Why did my mother allow that? Why did my father do that? Why became her go-to question that the three-year-old felt when she was punished for just saying, Daddy. She had to deal with maybe Daddy didn't love me and probably had trouble understanding what love meant anyway. But why became the outcome of this wound. So early wound left her with habitual why, which then ended up being her approach to depression. Why am I depressed? Why do I feel these things? But the why began to be challenged by the single breath gratitude, you see. Instead of asking why, why not thank you? Thank you, I see there's the why again. There's the same, and I will list again, there's the same sadness, useless, rejected, disillusioned, abandoned feeling. And she would perpetually ask why, as though also she felt a failure as though she had failed herself, as though she had failed family, as though she had failed others. And that same why came out of relationship. Why was I treated that way? Why didn't they like me? I did everything I possibly could. And her focus of attention became attempting to gain the appreciation of the other and asking why it wasn't happening instead of being able to see a liberation, a freedom to choose wisely amongst the options, a freedom to return hard home and be blown away by the capacity of vision that she found, and even then blown away by the reality that this is a universal phenomena, this is built into the architecture of emotional anatomy, it's intelligently designed to impress us so that we would return hard home, thank you, being guided by gratitude hard home because we're grateful that it's been designed this way on purpose to lead us into a place where we could see more clearly that our why was not answerable, 
that in fact the feelings of the why were actually stuck from the past, a response to dad's poor parenting. And dad's poor parenting had inflicted upon this person a habit that was carried into every relationship where she would feel failure for failing to develop in them an appreciation, the seeking of appreciation. And it seemed to fail to develop, which then provoked her into sadness and depression, which changed the characteristic of the relationship. And, and she would end up asking why instead of, I see the pattern. I see the repetitious pattern that has infected every relationship that I've ever experienced. Thank you. You see, thank you for a brain capable of realizing insight well enough to recognize a pattern that painfully, repetitiously spoiled possibility by repeatedly throwing her into a depressing position. Now that pattern recognition is available to all of us. It's not unique to only those who get depressed. It's not unique to only those that come see psychiatrists. It has to do with human emotional anatomy. So we point out that we're investing in your confidence, you see, in the architecture of human emotional anatomy, investing in your confidence comes first. The confidence can, that can recognize the value of returning to your heart's home. For from that position, you're better able to see clearly, even appreciate that the why is a painfully repetitious pattern that is preventing her from excitedly realizing a vision through the lens of awe and wonder that would be inviting her into a, a most rewarding, most fulfilling, contented experience of life coming alive inside of her so that she can freely choose something about herself that she truly wants to develop, truly wants to enjoy. To be able to see that is Disney's Call Beyond the Reef. See Moana, the movie, if you don't know that reference. And likewise, is helpful. Disney bought up uh, Lucas's uh, uh, Star Wars, and so that you can see the battle more clearly, and the lightsabers uh, uh, fighting for uh, a liberation rather than a repetitious consumption. And the repetitious consumption of why as a stuck-in-the-box question that prevents the vision from unfolding, that prevents us from returning hard home and seeing an expansive awareness that allows a free choice of something better and better and better and better. Freedom chooses what's better and better and better and better and better and better and better, and better endlessly. I prefer freedom yet still trapped endlessly by patterns that would attempt to prevent it. Thank you, I see those patterns. Thank you, I see the insecurity that, that, that comes over me every time I try to present this to anyone, that they would not understand me, for instance, or uh, not be able to give me feedback. Uh, in fact, I, I understand that as I attempt to persuade you to see this, I, I'm not getting much feedback, but yet, 
I'm, I'm sure that I will eventually, and I'm sure that this conversation will expand more. In fact, that's the design of this, is to recruit your interest in participating in the language that by design is repetitious in all humans, beginning with your confidence. We're investing in your confidence that understands how to return heart home, where you can see through the lens of awe and wonder more clearly how you too were wounded, we were all wounded, and that that wound then generates repetitious patterns of reflexes that prevent us from experiencing a greater awareness of our contented joy in expressing who we are clearly by our own free choice to make the world a better place because we're here. Well, of course, there's the war for you. Not everybody can buy into that as a contentment, as a joy, as, a, as an opportunity to come alive and be excited because you're important and valuable to the future of the world. The choices that you make make a difference. And that you are privileged to be able to watch your mind, thoughts, feelings, images, urges, impulses, moods, attitudes, try to suppress the reality of how important you are to the future of the world. Yes, the, the words that you choose to speak make a difference. How you choose to treat your children makes a big difference. And then, how you describe the woundedness, the scars, the, the repetitious patterns of your own emotion help your children understand their own emotional anatomy and help them understand that we're investing in our confidence that can return through gratitude. Thank you for being able to see it with me. Heart home. And through that lens of awe and wonder, develop a more elaborate vocabulary that describes our emotional anatomy. Thanks for joining in. Until next time. I'm genuinely excited about being able to bring you uh, insights to a new way of looking at the mind and how it works. Emotional anatomy, heart home wisdom, Gratitude guides your heart home so that you may discover the lens of awe and wonder. These are concepts that I hope will liberate the world into vision, excited, alive, free to choose. Now, the podcasts are free, and if you're enjoying them, that's great. Uh, you can support this through patreon.com backslash emotional anatomy. Donations are very much appreciated. And uh, we'll continue podcasting. Join us. Thank you.